Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey guys, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. What an episode today. We were live. Rather, I was live. Brad was out of town, and I was asked by Anna Ferris and Sim Sarna of the Unqualified podcast, which I'm sure you've heard of and are a fan of because it's one of the top pods out there, uh, to be a part of their live podcast midterm uh, class for their um, How to Make a Great podcast class that they taught at USC this year. And so uh, about last night and the Self-Helpless podcast with Delaney Fisher, Kelsey Cook, and Taylor Tomlinson, we're asked to come down and and, um, let the students help produce their podcast live. And it was a fucking blast. A, I'm a Trojan, that's my alma mater, so uh, it was really cool to go back. Talked a lot about the old days of SC and how things have changed up top. And then Anna Ferris joined me for like 20 minutes and it was fucking awesome. We uh, we grew up not too far from each other in uh, in North Seattle. So, um, but on top of that connection, she's just uh, a comedy beast and uh, so fun. And and hopefully uh, we'll get her on uh, for a full up with with Brad and I. But um, it was a blast. And then Jonathan Kite came by, uh, just always a pro, an an, a- an ALN Hall of Famer for sure. And uh, we got the kids rolling pretty hard. So enjoy the hell out of this episode live from Traddies at USC. Uh, which is the campus bar. It uh, definitely was a lot grungier and um, is cummier a word? The floors were cummier, stickier. Uh, it's been cleaned up, but uh, still a lot of fun. Uh, follow Anna Ferris at Anna Ferris, Sim Sarna uh, on Instagram and their podcast, Unqualified, all on Instagram. Follow me at Adam Ray Comedy, at Alan Podcast, Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. And tour dates coming up. I'm going to be at Magooby's Joke House in Timonium, Maryland. Uh, next week, the 15th, I'm sorry, this week, the 15th through the 17th, man. Uh, so come on, see me, Timonia, Maryland, Magooby's Joke House, uh, the November 15th through the 17th, tickets at adamraycomedy.com. And then next week, I'm going to be at Gotham Comedy Club in New York City, one of my favorite clubs in the world, Gotham Comedy Club, New York City, November 23rd through the 25th, tickets at adamraycomedy.com. Brad Williams, November 8th through the 10th, is going to be at the Carlson in Rochester, New York, uh, November 8th through the 10th, Brad Williams, the Carlson in Rochester, New York. Tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. And of course, the Live About Last Night podcast is coming to the Downtown Comedy Works in Denver, Colorado, November 28th at 8 p.m. Get your tickets at adamraycomedy.com or comedyworks.com. November 28th, Brad Williams, Adam Ray, Live ALN. Special guests will be there. We never disappoint with our live pods. We had Frank Caliendo and Burt Kreischer in Arizona. We had fucking Adam Devine and Jim Jeffries at the Comedy Store. You don't know. Denver, it's going to go off. Get your tickets November 28th. Comedy Works, live ALN. Aboutlastnightpodcast.com for past, present episodes and your ALN merch. Shopadamray.com for all your Adam Ray merch. Oh, and shit, She-Ra drops um, tomorrow. I can't fucking wait, dude. Uh, it's been a, a, a long wait, but uh, Netflix and DreamWorks are releasing She-Ra. It's a big deal. The Princess Warrior. Um, on Netflix, and I play Swift Wind, She-Ra's sidekick talking horse, which uh, was so fun, dude. Being the voice of a cartoon on a hit show like this, it's going to be amazing. So check that out, stream it, 
It's definitely an adult cartoon, but kids obviously will love it because it's cartoons. So uh, check that out, Shira on Netflix. Um, I think that's it. The best of ALNs will be dropping in a couple weeks. Can't wait for those. Um, comment and rate the podcast on iTunes. Uh, five stars, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Laughable app. And email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com for a chance to uh, hear your email read and win some free merch. Now that we got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast live from USC with me, Anna Ferris, and Jonathan Kite. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to a no podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Um, USC, how you feeling? Make some noise, Trojans. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, the first Live About Last Night podcast uh, at, at a college, but at Tratties. But Brad and I uh, are both uh, Trojans, so, uh, so that's great. Sorry Brad couldn't be here. Um, he also might be here. He could be under one of your chairs, so feel free to look under your seat and find a... Okay, good. I'm glad you guys laughed at that, because um, he would have. Um, no, Brad couldn't be here. He was on the road. Uh, like we got mentioned in our intro, we're traveling comics. So uh, sometimes you can't, you can't go back to your roots. But uh, this is cool to come back here. And it's also cool that you guys uh, are into podcasts because we didn't grow up with, uh, you know, with that medium. You know, especially trivia like you guys. Uh, by the way, give it up for your trivia night uh, to, to pre the podcast midterm. Nothing fires up a crowd like trivia. I've always said that. Um, but it's great because you guys don't know. Like uh, back in our day, we uh, you know we we didn't have uh, Google at our disposal. I saw some of you guys on your phones cheating, and that's fine. I'm not going to call you out, but uh, but you were doing it, you know. But back in our day, we had to just be like, I think Airbud was filmed in 1994, you know. But you guys were like, well, let me double check on that so I can win that free merch. Um, but congrats on that. Uh, this is exciting to come back to USC, you guys. Uh, don't know how much this place has changed and gotten better. Uh, you used to be able to come into Traddy's and walk away with uh, somebody's uh, semen on your shoe. And uh, yeah, half you aren't laughing because you're like, oh, I actually did that tonight. So times have not changed. Um, but no, this, uh, this place has gotten better. Like any college experience, it's going to when you leave. Uh, a lot more skateboards. Yeah, can you guys attest to that? A lot more skateboards. Um, a lot uh, longer hair on the, on the dudes which is just maybe the, the SoCal look. Uh, a lot less DPS cops, which I find uh, a little disheartening. I didn't see any in my uh, two minutes being upstairs. Um, and I miss those guys. I miss the days of riding my bike through, uh, through campus and a bike cop being like, hey, walk your bike. And me being like, no. And he's like, okay, cool. I'm a DPS officer. I don't really actually do anything. Is Slim still here? Slim? Yeah, great. So um, for those of you listening at home, uh, USC is, uh, you know, uh, one of the top schools uh, in the world, I think it's safe to say, uh, home to, uh, you know, Reggie Bush's uh, football NCAA records, home to uh, um, a lot of other cool stuff. Um, 
the, uh, the Zemeckis Film Center, a lot of, Will Ferrell uh, went here. Uh, but people don't know about the, uh, the characters that aren't on paper. And Slim is a crackhead homeless guy who lives outside of Spudnuts. And um, guess what? He was there 17 years ago when I first got here. And, uh, and I saw somebody give him $100 um, to, uh, to, to sing the alphabet. Um, and uh, it was a version of the alphabet, you know what I'm saying? I think uh, crack can really affect your perspective on what letters should be in the traditional alphabet, you know? There was a lot of like, eh, bah, ha, donuts, you know? And I was like, well, it is time for donuts. I don't know if that's a part of the alphabet, but I guess we're shifting gears. So let's get to know Slim is still here. You said that uh, with a lot of enthusiasm, like you see Slim on the, on the regular. I love Slim. Yeah, are you dating Slim? <laughs> That is concerning on many levels, but also great because, hey man, who says you can't find love outside of a donut shop? That's true. Yeah. It's hard not to pass on my way home. For sure, yeah. Does he ever talk to you? Oh, yeah, that's why I was made. Oh, nice. So as you were walking home, he was just like, I'm slim, by the way, since you didn't ask me. Thanks for introducing yourself. Uh, that's great. Well, so uh, this is your guys' first, uh, this class. By the way, give it up for Anna Ferris and Sim uh, Sarna for putting this class together. You guys don't know how truly fortunate you are to have um, uh, the best in the game, uh, giving you guys insight into how to make this work. Um, what, uh, what has been your guys' perception of podcasts before you took this class? Easy. For sure. And feel free to answer Price is Right style. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't know what the Price is Right is, uh, you know, I feel bad for you. And also YouTube it later tonight. Um, but fellas, you got, you got real excited to answer. What did you think of a podcast? Yeah. Nice. You will not be the commercial for the class. That delivery, delivery was terrible. Yeah. Well, at first I thought it was tough, but now it's great. Yeah. Double thumbs up. Oh, thanks. Yeah, Anna, you guys, do you mind if we get a little guest uh, from Anna Ferris? The great Anna Ferris. Seattle's own just found out we grew up about 10 minutes apart from each other. No, but... Yeah. Oh, sorry. No. But truly, like, uh, how... Because it is deceptively easy, right? Yes. So, what, what were the challenges that you faced? Um, boy. You're getting all James lipton on me. Okay, cool. Nothing? Yeah? You guys... If you're uh, listening at home, playing the James Lipton drinking game, drink three. Uh... Yeah, it's, I, don't, I think you go into a podcast thinking, oh, I need a mic, I need uh, somebody to talk to, or if I don't have a co-host, uh, myself, and just a lot of thoughts. Um, but yeah, I think once you get into it, you realize, and you see now with how many podcasts are out there, having a theme and a purpose and a reason for, for why you're doing it. You know, it's like anything. You're going to do something, like why are you going to do it? And I think with podcasts... Uh, it, the market has definitely been saturated now. Like you guys have definitely, when you, I mean, you tell me also, you guys hit it when podcasts have been established and you came in with a strong angle as far as like, here's how we're going to separate ourselves. That, that's, that's kind of you to say, but, but what made you sort of emotionally want to do a podcast? <sighs> well, look, when a, when a dwarf asks you to do anything, you say yes. <laughs> and... Um, you know, whether that's go to Baskin-Robbins, whether that's get on his dragon, uh, whether that's do a podcast. Yeah. I feel like if Brad were here, you guys would laugh harder at the dwarf no, jokes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But, his but, face but, is here. That should be good enough. But you're, you're, no, tu you're touching on something. Yeah. There is a... 
there is, I think, a, a need in comedy, uh, and fellows at the bar, if you could be louder, that'd be great, yeah. But um, I think there's, yeah, that, that jacket's doing the talking wait, for wait, you. Wait, but, you, know, you know what I could do? Yeah. Watch, watch this. Uh, uh, yeah, let me help you out. Oh, oh yeah. They didn't even turn around. No, didn't even turn around, oh. yeah. Shit. He must live oh, near the... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yours are way better. I don't know why I joined in I know, and thought I, I, I would make I have, it sexier. I have good, I have good, you were doing fine on thank your own. You, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, he must live in a situation where those sounds ah, are consistent. Shit. He was like, uh, Becky and Sam. Fuck. Another <laughs> Wednesday afternoon. I got into a, a point in my life where I thought, I'm not going to fake orgasms anymore. Good for you. Thanks. How, yeah, what, yeah. Uh, it's uh, been a... God, girls really Real do milestone. do that more than we think, don't they? Well, what a bummer. Pro- probably, prob- I don't know, probably, but I just, I, I don't know. It just, it just took a, like a point in my life where it's like, have you well, ever? Yeah, oh, go ahead. You got a point in life where? Well, it was just like you know. I, I'm here. Let me I play the part wanna, of orgasm person. I, don't, I act for yeah. a living. Yeah, so you get good. I want to act. In bed. Have you ever been so transparent that even you heard yourself fake orgasm and you were like, that was a poor performance? Like, you said something out of character, like, hooray! Or, you know, like, no. And you're like, oh, that's no, not no, what somebody would say good. when they're coming. I know no. I'm known as, like, in the comedy world, I'm very good in the, <laughs> the dramatic world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, um,. What, what are the signs that a guy can look out for if a girl is beginning to fake orgasm? Oh, are there any sort of like... That's yeah. interesting. Uh, and not for me, but for like the other fellows out there. Uh, like the guys in dragon jackets that walk away from podcast confrontation. Oh, God. I feel like it's very specific per, per lady. Yeah. Would, would anyone like to chime in Would any in of the here? college gals like to chime in on this? This feels like an appropriate... And I'll take your silence as a hard maybe. Um... <laughs> No, that was that I, I felt like weird asking when I joined experience. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, are we losing them? We had a volunteer. All oh, right. great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Yes. Volunteer. Please. Please come up here. Tell us. You can how just stand like man, it's an AA meeting if you want. How, how a man can tell if uh, if a lady is. Um, not enjoying herself quite as much as the man would like, but the lady is like, oh, I would like for this to be over mentally, you know, in like six to seven minutes. (laughs) That was a great explanation. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. Yeah, you know what? Just shoot us an email at, uh, sorry we asked that, at gmail.com. Well, Anna, I do feel like the uh, the podcast game is uh, changing constantly, and I feel like you guys trying to give them insight into it now is a big move because, you know, I started when I feel like there was maybe a handful, like five years ago, of podcasts, and it definitely, like I mentioned earlier, has gotten a little saturated. So you feel a little pressure to not reinvent yourself, but just constantly be making sure that your content and your conversations are at a high level. But you asked me earlier what got me into it, and I think it really is that... Um, that need to continue to like connect and not only with your audience and to build a following, but like stand up is, you know, a small piece of the pie of, of the uh, interaction and the, uh, I guess validation that a lot of comics feed off of. And, uh, and even now, you know, when I see 
more and more actors getting into it, I'm like, oh yeah, duh, that makes sense. Like they don't have stand up because we don't have jobs. <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, you do. Like you're you're making this a full time job now. But it's like, but also your need to connect, right? And yeah. like, yeah, and, and you guys right. have the interaction yeah. element yeah. Uh, with fans that get to call into your podcast, which is genius. Um, and uh, and you guys really do help. So I feel like there's oh, like an extra cool. level of needing to, um, I don't know, just. Uh, Connect again, for lack of a better word, and there's and it's a narcissistic a, therapeutic element for here. sure, and uh, which which feels in- incredible, and it is, but but the challenge will be for everyone out here, which they already know, is that um, because it it's technically a simple a simple idea to to produce and launch your own podcast. I mean, truly, you just need microphones and then suddenly you have your platform but uh, I think that the the challenge will be how do you make you know your footprint yeah and what and how do you find your voice how do, and and what resonates and that, that is that will be the inevitable challenge just like anything in entertainment sort of like you know what? What will people want to listen to on their commute? What will they want to listen to when they're working out? Um, I, and I think that Sim and I are still, you know, where we uh, we have our, our a, a, an incredible Audience. fan base, yeah. but we are also, you know, looking to we we never take that for granted. And I think that we're still trying to figure out how do we explore. What were the challenges? Because obviously coming from the acting world where you've solidified yourself as this comedy juggernaut, this is where you guys go fucking Jug- yeah. Juggernaut. Uh, oh. But you know what I'm saying? Where people know you for a certain thing, but then you're coming to the podcast world where you're definitely showing a more vulnerable side and getting a little more, I don't know, um, just oh. conversational well, and, and, and real and, and emotional. So that. did you go out of your way to like, is that where the, the, the call-in aspect came? Because you're like, people know me as this, but I'm also this, and I want to make sure we expose that in the podcast. Thanks for, thanks for asking that. Uh, for, I, I wanted to connect with people in a way that, um, that I felt like I, I couldn't very easily, in feeling isolated in like this weird world of like whatever the fuck celebrity means, whatever that shit is. I mean, it's it looks like a lot of fun. It's, it's wonderful shit. Yeah, I definitely want everything that you get to I, do. I have, yeah, uh, gift free, bags, free fancy cars, hot air balloons. I'm sure there. you get offered hot air balloon rides. Just oh yeah, <laughs> take me up there, baby. Uh. But but no, but I also wanted to be able to control my own narrative. Yes, and that was and that's what these guys have the opportunity to do, right? With a podcast, yes. and yeah. But, you, but again, you came in like with an established comedic voice, right? And, and you as a person, and so a lot of you know, kids in college that are trying to start, A, you're finding your voice as a person, and then I think the podcast is definitely going to help speed that up because it's trial and error, but it's going to take you know, quite a few episodes and years to really go, oh, cool, I think this is what we're doing. Even Brad and I, when we started... Our whole thing was like about last night, like it's about the weekend, and we'll just tell crazy road uh, road stories because we're just a couple of crazy comics that'll do anything. Hey, was it a Chucky Chucky e. Cheese with a couple of Persian guys? <laughs> Let me tell you about it, right? And thought that that was going to be enough to sustain an episode, and then you realize, oh no, there's more and more podcasts. There also, as Brad and I got to know each other, 
we, we figured out, oh, there's more w between us to talk about, and we got more comfortable, so there were more layers to, to uncover on the podcast. Um, and I think that's what's really exciting, and, and that's You're what an I would want to preach to you. What's that? You're an excellent conversationalist. Oh, thanks. Yeah. That's, come on, Pacific Northwest. You're from, come on, we're from the same place. Let's do I just don't know how to do that very well. <laughs> have you never fist bumped before? I, I kind of have What's your move? I've Are you a high-fiver? No, I'm sort of like a... Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, that is awkward. <laughs> I mean, it was warm, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez, yeah. That's how my mom's friends from Temple hug me, because they're like not sure. Because one time, there's a woman named Sylvia. Uh, Sylvia. Blam Sylvia Blamstein, and... Uh, and boy, she gave me a real inappropriate uh, older lady hug and definitely made some groaning. Well, I'm not going to show you here. If that guy with the dragon coat's here, I'll do it on him. But uh, it was definitely like a warm hug. And she, it, I think the hug was fine. Oh, it was just on. the noises she made. Now. What's Come that? On. I'll be Sylvia. She just put her head real close to my ear. Okay. All right. All right. So you're Sylvia? Oh, it's so good. Oh, Sylvia. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I feel like you're, yeah. No. God, you smell great. I can you're feel. Such a, you've grown up to be such a good boy. I'm just trying to impress you, Sylvia. Everything I do, I do it for you, Brian Adams style. Yeah. I knew you. I can't. Can, is that a new bra? I can feel it. That is. Oh no. Oh no. I know. How was your Shabbat? Wonderful. Yeah. I know. I, I just. I missed so you. I got. I grew. I grew as an adult man. I know. It's my head. You're touching me a lot. You look me in the eyes a lot, real close, Sylvia. I don't know if you know that about yourself. Yeah. You're spot on with the eye contact. Anyway, Shabbat Shalom. And. Uh, I. Uh, I got to <laughs> tell you, I just got diagnosed. Oh God. Yeah. With. Wait, is a it a good diagnosis? Oh, no. No, it's not. Or, oh, yeah, I don't know, maybe. I just have to tell you, you remind me of... Uh, of Herman. Do you remember that was your husband? Yeah. Herman. Yeah. That's you. That's me? No, I'm Adam. <gasps> Herman. Yeah. God, do you remember that time? <laughs> no, definitely yeah. not. On the big island. <laughs> oh, you know Hermie, oh, oh Hermie. God, remember? Remember when oh, we didn't do that? You look just like. Oh, and we're back to me, yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, Sylvia, you. Uh... And I'm just gonna like glaze off for a while. Yeah. Because I don't know what else to do. That's what she did. By the way, this reaction that you guys are giving is exactly the reaction that everyone gave as they watched her do this to me. <laughs> Just silence and awkwardness and being like, okay, Sylvia, time to take your seat. The service can't start until you stop groping this, a man. Though. What's that? Like, if I had been, uh, I have a little heads up, like, I could have uh, delivered a little bit, you know, Are you kidding well. me? That was, do you guys no, think her Sylvia no, Blomstein no, no, was on they're, point? They're bored. They, they want, yeah. no, no, they want no, to talk. No, that's an authentic yeah, clap. To talk. Everyone wants to fucking talk. Okay, wait. Um, Let's let them fucking talk. Yeah, great. Um, okay. Are, you, are they ready to talk? Yeah. All right. Who here, wow, as I launch into this, I don't know what I'm going to say, but. Go with your gut on this one. Really? Yeah. All right, who here is uh, proud to be a Trojan? You said that with a lot of reluctancy, as if. I did. Are you a Bruin? No, I, no, I'm, I'm a husky, but I don't even oh, know. Oh, yeah. Really, like, 
Yeah, that's even a, really like buying into the whole like the rivalry establishment is real. thing. Yeah. When I was here, they uh, UCLA duct taped okay. Tommy Trojan. Can we talk about Trojans though for a second? For sure. Uh, You're not allowed to do that anymore. What is a Trojan? A condom. Amazing. And that's the answer we're going with. <laughs> Isn't it also a warrior? Yeah, the Trojan also, from the war, yeah. Yeah. But, but like, let's be fair, he was wearing a condom also, on his head you when know, he a went clay to battle. horse that had secrets inside. Yes. I mean, sort of a betrayer, essentially. Yeah. So that's what you guys are? Yeah. Here? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> That's our sign. Um, Anna, right, thanks great. for coming up. I'm going to bring yeah, up my second yeah. guest. Guys, right. give it up for Anna Ferris for joining the about last night. The first live at Tratty's. Can we hug it out? <laughs> Sylvia. Wait, can we play like a quick first date? Yeah. Please, please, please. Of course, yeah. Okay. So let's pretend that um, we're on a Tinder date, okay? Great. Okay. Um, I'm going to be sitting down next to you. <sighs> Where are we? Can we get a suggestion of yeah. location from the audience? Chili's. Where? Chili's. Chili's. Fuck Great. yeah, you guys still go to Chili's? <laughs> Margarita Tuesdays, hell yeah. Oh my god, oh, whoops. Whoa. Hey. Hey, uh, Brittany? Yeah. <laughs> oh Jake. God. Yeah, you must be Jake. Oh yeah. God, it's really nice to meet you. Oh shit, oh yeah. <laughs> I like cool shake. Yeah. That's usually what they say to me. They go, it's cool shake Jake, but. Oh, that's, that's cool. So, um, can I ask you? Yeah. Like, um, like, what do you do? Oh, well, right now I'm kind of in between jobs. Like my dad runs this video game company. Oh my um, God, that's cool. Well, he's, it's, he's trying to launch it. Cause like, there's so many out there right now, like Nintendo and Sega and, my dad's... Uh, like, what's his angle? Like, um, so there's, like, Grand Theft Auto, where you can, like, shoot guns and, like, drive uh, super fast. But my dad's trying to do one where it's, like, a little more contained to where, like, like you have mean? to get, a, like, a gun license and you have to you have to obey the street signs, you know? And, like, you get pulled over, like, legitimately. Because, like, that's a real concern. Like, people don't know that, like, a lot of... Uh, there's, like, traffic cops. You get parking tickets and shit. Are you hungry? Uh, oh, I saw you looking at that signed photo of Magic Johnson. That's pretty cool. I guess he was here. Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes uh, come into Chili's and dream about maybe one day they'll put Jake's photo up on the wall, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I don't know. Um, so, wait. Okay, first of all, I have to tell you, I think you're really cute, but I need to know your sign. Oh, um... <laughs> I, usually, I usually go double piece. <laughs> when I walk in any sort of bar, I'm just like... Jake, like, okay. I'll, like Trevor, like my buddy Trevor's there. I'm like, Trevor, and I give him a double backwards peace sign. Oh, did you mean like with the stars and shit? I think I'm a fucking. Oh God, I. My friend Chaz told me to prep on this question. He's like, like, don't not know what your sign is on a date. Like, chicks always ask that. Okay, shit. but I was just, uh, okay, fine. Yeah, I think but... I'm a, a Gemini. Did I say that loud? Because somebody at the bar really freaked out about that. Okay, that means that like your twins that are like t 
hugging with each other. You probably like, I don't know if that. I definitely do feel that way. Cause sometimes I'm like, I'm fucking Jake, dude. I'm ready to party. And then there are times I'm just like, I want to chill and have like a couple of Zimas. Oh my God, I'm like, that's cool. That's like, you're kind of deep then. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm pretty deep. Like, I don't know. I ran a, this is stupid, but I went to uh, a Christian Jewish combo camp when I was 10. <laughs> And it was like, basically, it was a mostly Christian camp, but they were like, they let a couple of Jews go because there was like water skiing there. And they, the counselor was like, I don't know, he got this weird idea that like Jews are better at water skiing so we could show the other kid, whatever. Anyway, we like, we did this like talent show and there was like a therapy circle and I don't know, I just opened up really easily. And I... I feel that about you. I feel, I feel... Like you... I feel that like about... I feel that you feel me. I totally have like talent and like a water skiing. But um, the biggest question for me is, um, okay, so you're essentially torn between like two identities. Yeah, like I'm constantly Jake the party animal, but like again, sometimes I just want to like snuggle up, you know, on my futon and you know get my my pillow. Um, I got two of them actually. <laughs> Because uh, my stepmom uh, said hers didn't fit her head right or some shit. I'm sorry, your parents got divorced. Mine did too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Do you know that 70% of divorced kids are actually better lovers? <laughs> I read that in my head. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that, but that seems pretty accurate. It's a real stat. Yeah. I kind of feel like... Do you uh, also know that 89% of me is really digging you right now? And 94% of me kind of wants to leave this Chili's. But 6% of me wants to stay because I just saw steak bites get delivered to a table. So You're good at math. Oh, my God. Well, that was a sign. Somebody just died. So maybe we should not be witnesses to a Chili's Uh, murder. (laughs) See, that's the part of Jake that comes out where I'm like, if I see someone die, I'm fucking out of there, you know? Yeah. I, um, I went to myself, this guy die. Um, oh shit yeah it was like this dude like got like his like head smashed in with a hammer it was actually a pickaxe it was weird it was at Christmas it was so fucking weird but um, that's a crazy that's that's a crazy Christmas it was it was but yeah and like it was like brains like brains look actually different I've heard that yeah. Because we're all like, brains just look like fucking... Yeah. Anyway, it was like, it was disturbing, but it was also life-changing because what I realized is that gray matter matters. Matters. I was going to say that. So, anyway, I don't know. You know what else matters? What? 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 Um. What? Just tell me what my fucking tits, What? <laughs> Fuck you. Wow, all right. I was trying you're to be sweet dick. about it, but yeah, you're I fucking totally tits. I yeah. through you. Okay, goodbye. Okay, yeah, I'll see you on the internet. <laughs> Are you a man or a woman? Do you have a wallet? Do you have stuff in your pockets that you shove into your wallet that looks like George Costanza's wallet from Seinfeld and people make funny on the street because they see your big-ass wallet leaking bullshit like, like deodorant sticks and mints and condoms that may or may not have been opened and you tried to try it on in the bathroom and you realize it was too big and then you get insecure so you take out your subway stamp card but you drop your wallet and your SAG card and you realize this wallet I'm carrying around sucks I need a better wallet that makes me look cool and appropriately fits all of my shit well guess what 
Look no further, baby. The Ridge Wallet is here for you. The Ridge Wallet is a minimalist front po- The Ridge Wallet is a front pocket wallet, baby, that helps you reevaluate your everyday carry. It was started by a father-son team, which is crazy to me. It makes me wish my dad and I did something cool like this instead of just a bullshit Pinewood Derby car. But these guys got funded on Kickstarter in 2013, and now the Ridge Wallet resides in pockets of over a quarter million men and women all over the world. It is made by two metal plates, okay, either titanium, carbon fiber, or aluminum, and it's bound together by a durable elastic band. Brad and I both have it. And I'm telling you, I got the aluminum one. Brad has a titanium wallet, and it looks sleek, dude. It just, I, we've already gotten compliments. When you take it out, it keeps everything tight and compact together. And uh, you can carry way less, uh, but always have what you need. And that's one of the huge benefits. It was designed to let you ditch your bulky wallet. You know what I'm saying? We all stuff too much shit in our pockets, and we don't need to. It's got a lifetime guarantee, it's the last wallet you'll ever buy. And again, it comes in titanium, carbon fiber, aluminum, and polycarbonite and over a dozen different styles and colors. So there's a wallet for everybody. All right. So what you do is you go to www.ridgewallet.com slash ALN and use promo code ALN10 to get 10% off your order. Ridgewallet.com slash ALN using the promo code ALN10 to get 10% off your order and get a Ridge Wallet today, baby. Organize your life. All right. You'll feel better. Trust me. Jesus. And scene. Guys. Oh, <laughs> You're the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, no, yeah. thank you. How obnoxious. Guys, Anna Ferris, let her hear it, huh? Yeah. No, and I'm sorry that we've like taken up half of the night. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna, to, no, we got still a little bit of time. I got one more guest. You do? Yeah, we got about 15 more minutes. Whom, whom is the guest? Well, I'll introduce him in a second. Can I introduce him? You got the clip ready? Yeah. Awesome. Right. Guys, one more time for Anna Ferris. Let her hear it, huh? Oh, no. Come on. Subscribe nice. to the Unqualified Podcast. Very kind. Yeah. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, but now I have to like worm my way out. That's all right. They'll play the clip while you do that. Okay. Guys, one more time I, for Anna Ferris. Huh? You can't clap enough. She's the reason we're here. Her and Sim. Uh, all right. My next guest uh, coming up is, uh, man, you know him. He's an amazing comedian. You know him uh, from the hit show Two Broke Girls on CBS. Let's take a look at a clip of some of his work on that show, huh? seen a ball? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Uh-huh. Yes, Sophie. It's my painting. Excuse me. Our painting. And it's going up on our wall. I don't want that thing in here. Oh, my God. <laughs> nice, huh? I did it myself. It's a paint by numbers. Why are his nipples so big. In my culture, big nipples mean power and wealth. In our culture, big nipples means where's a t-shirt in the pool. Guys, make it loud for the one and only Jonathan Kite! Yes! Go give on a hug. Guys, clap to the hug. Come on, huh? Clap to the hug so there's not silence and we hear them breathing while they hug. The one and only. Guys, one more time, huh? He's still here. Jonathan Kite, huh? Coming up still on stage. Here. Hey, What's bro. up, dude? Guys, Jonathan's one of my best friends in the world, and uh, it's a big deal to, to have me here. Jonathan, you've been to USC campus before? Nope. Uh, no, I haven't. Great, thanks for coming. Guys, thanks, Jonathan thank Kite! So much, guys, no. thank you. I couldn't find this place. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, we got a question from the audience already. What's up? Hey, first of all, I miss you so much. 
I miss you. So just so you guys know, she's on Mom, and we were in Two Broke Girls, and like we shared hallways. What? Forever. Yeah. Hollywood secrets. Give us some behind the scenes stories. Well, the carpet was really nice. Wait, go ahead. <laughs> I, I got to tell you one quick story about us meeting. So when we first met, I was so happy that you and Allison, you're the nicest people in the world. And when we got the hallway next to them, yeah. we would like, oh my God, like, look who's here. This is so cool. And you obviously knew Kat. And um, I remember, like, we were becoming so comfortable around one another, and there was, like, one day in the first, like, year that you and I met, and you were, like, going up the stairs, and we, like, high-fived, and you left, and we're, oh, I'll see you later. I'm like, I love you. And I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> and then you didn't hear me, thank God, and I was just like, because we were just becoming such good close friends that it was true, and I miss you both. No. Oh. I'm so happy to see you, and congrats on the show. It's killing it. My mother wanted you to know that she watched you tonight. <laughs> I'm going, I'm doing a podcast with Anna, and she goes, let her know that I'm, I'm still watching the show. It's She's a good crowd to have. It's a great. Well, my, mo- my mother's a substance abuse counselor, and she loves the show. Thank you. Yeah. Guys, keep it going for Friends Reuniting. Come, Come on, on, we like, haven't seen each other in like Are you two kidding years. me? Can I be honest? Anytime I see, like, John and I both travel a lot. When I'm at the airport and I see any sort of, like, couple or family, like, reuniting, a lot of times it's after you get off the plane and they're at the baggage claim. But, like, man, it's always the best, you know? Great. Right, buddy? He's taking off. All right, see you later, buddy. (laughs) What if that was, like, yeah, my brother? I'll see you later. You wouldn't even acknowledge you. You know what I'm saying? When you see, like, people come together, they haven't seen each other, it's, like, a sweet moment. And, And in times like these, sometimes you need to be reminded that, like, you know, Airport love is, is always there. I hope so. John, have you ever gotten accosted at the airport by somebody you didn't think was going to be a fan of your comedy? Like, I don't know, like a 10-year-old kid. TSA. Like a, <laughs> oh, yeah, for real? Yeah, when I was in New York. As they're patting you down? As they're patting me down. <laughs> Which is the best time to, like, give a compliment. It's like... Yeah, and then, and then others joined in. <laughs> it was like a multi-pat. <laughs> A lot of hands. Like it was like an octopus was the TSA agent. What's your, what's your favorite part about traveling for a gig? Because that, for most comedians, is like the work. You know what I'm saying? Once you get there, the show is the fun, but traveling is, can be quite the ordeal. You Seeing know? if the plane's going to get canceled, if the flight's going to get canceled. Anxiety, for sure. Yeah, getting there late. If you like LAX is such a shit show. Or if you've been laid over in an airport for like, I don't know, at least four hours, and there's nothing to do in that airport. Yeah, that I happened in, when I went to Toronto. I literally got off the plane and the taxi had to take me right to the club. And I just wheeled my suitcase to the back and walked right on stage. Because <laughs> they had to start the show because the flight was so late. Oh, my God. When's the last time you've been uh, on a college campus? Like, what are your first... Because these guys, you know, this is their life. So, like, I'm always curious when people come back to whether it's your alma mater, but even just the experience. Like, what do you... What comes flashing back? Is this and like, good, can I tell you, yeah. so this bar, tra- Traditions? Is yes, Traddies. Traddies, Traddies. Yeah. What am I, a narc? Um, <laughs> was he wearing a wire? Um, so this is like the hang. This is like the student union? I mean, or, you guys tell me. When no, I it's not. Here, are you going? No, I'm just going to urinate. Okay, okay we'll wait. <laughs> it was uh, Traddies when I was here, and I think now, do people refer to it as Traditions? Traddies, yeah. All right, we don't have to be a dick about it. But, you know, I, I feel like... No, no, for sure. Yeah, so and what are your first impressions? Because I'm sure people give you war stories of back in the day, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, we moved locations from Niagara. 
For real? So this is not like for football games that people don't go. People come here. How often have you guys been here if you uh, hadn't come tonight? Never. Wow, but it's such a cool spot. Said nobody ever. Wow, you guys are just like, no, we don't come. Where do you go then? Tell us. The Nino is still a, a, wow. Okay, so John, and for those of you listening at home that don't know what the Nino is, the Nino, um, boy, there's just a lot that happens there. I'm sure there have been babies conceived in those bathrooms. So I went to the University of Illinois yeah. and Big Ten Champagne, and uh, yeah, come on, girl, you get it. And um, <laughs> call me after. I'll just give, anyway. Um, so there's a bar there called Cam's, which has been around fucking forever. Every college has that They bar. do. And even like, so John Goodman from Illinois would used to go down there and he described an interview one time. It's like if Animal House was a bar. And when I was there, they let in like 16-year-old kids with fake IDs. Oh my God. And then they got busted and then never shut down. <laughs> so it's like also like a child sex ring or something going on there. But it's like that place, it's like you can't beat that place. No. They'll never shut down. And so, well, like, because there's always a like, new class and a new crop of people coming through that, you know, um, yeah. And, and like yourself, like a new cycle of people that work there that, that are, uh, you know, because I'm sure after a while, the people at a given bar just can't be there anymore because they've seen too much. Yeah, it's like a Vietnam. <laughs> the Nino yeah, they got is downtown LA is Vietnam for sure. Uh, and so, okay, what, cool. what, and some it, of these aren't jokes, they're just statements. We're just you know? talking, people. We're just talking. Yeah, we have a question from the audience. Yes. I was in the Jewish frat, A.E. Pi. Me too. Or as they called us, A.E. High, because so much pot was smoked there. That's the first place I smoked a five-foot bong. Yeah. Smoked a five-foot bong and then went to a, you know, exchange as they had between the fraternities and sororities. And look, I got like, the fraternity thing was not even on my radar. And then uh, somebody goes, oh, you guys, you get to move in early if you go to this, um, you know, uh, thing. Like, a, uh, it was like a two-day hang to meet other Jews at school and then you guys get to move in two days early and I was like fuck yeah and uh, and then I rushed and they were like do you want to go to all these cool events and I was like hell yeah and then you know a couple weeks in they're like piss your pants on purpose and you're like what um, I probably said too much but it was a good time and I uh, was even part of the frat made a lot <laughs> Yeah. Just some guy that was slim outside of spud nuts if I'm piss doing it pants. you're doing do it do it with me um yeah, the, uh, the fraternity, look, the, that, that college uh, part of the experience is like, for me, it was just like, I want to do as much to meet people as possible, which I feel like, especially for you guys doing this podcast class and trying to like form content and, and your voice, like, you know, college is all really like meet as many people as possible and, and whether it's through classes or, or parties or whatever, um, or even just like walking through, like I, there's probably a podcast started by somebody at some point where you're just sitting in commons waiting to talk to people in between classes and seeing what they're doing in between classes. And judging by your silence, I'll guess that's not a podcast anytime soon, <laughs> but I'm just spitballing ideas. But the point is, John, like if you were to say one thing, you've done so many podcasts, you have a podcast of your own. Yeah. Tell everybody what it's called. It's called, my last name is Kite, so it's called Kite to the Round Table. Right. And John is a staple on many podcasts, Adam Carolla, our podcast. And so what would you tell them about being a guest on a podcast or just being on a podcast in general? What's the one thing I think you want to avoid uh, when, you, when you go on one or start one? I mean, I think you got to have stuff to talk about. Like, and the truth is, if you're passionate about it, people can hear that. Like, you know, when I started listening to podcasts, maybe the subject matter, like if I was listening to Adam Carolla who, um, you know, he's a pretty, like, hardcore conservative sometimes and stuff. But, and I'll go on there and we'll be in, like, political conversations. But I may not agree with his, like, 
politics, but I always agree with his passion. And he's such a good conversationalist about it. And so he always, in, we're able to engage each other on stuff that maybe the other one is, isn't even interested in. Right. And so I think a lot of times, like to have a point of view and to really have passion for what you're speaking about, that's like the most important thing when you're starting. That even if you were to go in there and like, we're going to talk about sunflower seeds or whatever, if you were like, you know, it's like, all right, fuck yeah, this is sunflower seed hour. And you were to go into it, I'm like, all right, I'm going to listen to two episodes. I'm not going to give you three, but I got two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys know who Adam Kroll is? Do you guys listen and do your homework and like know who the, the you know, there's a lot of... Yeah, One guy. The bartender, not even taking the class. My God, he's pretty big. Uh, I don't know. But who, yeah. do you guys, who do you guys look to as far as um, uh, people to uh, study from in the podcast world? Yeah? Yeah. Great answer. Now, those are both... Now I want to I want to uh, play devil's advocate. What about people like that have been uh, like a guy like Mark Maron, who really was at the precipice of the podcast startup? Yeah, does he ever make it into your rotation? Yeah, yeah. Now some of you are like, no, uh, fuck that guy. Um, he reminds me of my dad. But what about him makes you not want to pay attention? Because that's something too to listen to. Like right, like if you're not intrigued by one podcast and, and you see something or you listen to 10 minutes of it and you're like, okay, this is not my bag. Like, why is that? Well, I think I think Mark Barron, I think Howard Stern, I'm like, he's too out of my league to study because you feel like there's not a built-in, like... Sure. But you think maybe there, yeah. And again, like maybe there's though a way to like, if there's a certain question you want to ask, like I feel like always intention is, you know, carries a lot of weight. If you're, if there's something you want to ask and obviously you might feel a little trepidation and, and feel like it might be lead to an uncomfortable moment. Like I think there's always a way to try to, and for me, I'll say like there's been times with a guest where I'm like, oh, I definitely want to talk about this, but, and I don't have a, as deep of a history with them. I'll try to really go out of my way to build extra rapport and make sure that they're comfortable so that they will want to talk about that, which I think is a, just a good conversational skill set. We have a question from the back. How do you make them comfortable? How do you make them comfortable? Uh, I do a lot of, I do the Stairmaster a lot at 24 Hour Fitness, so I usually just show my calves, and that usually... It's worked for me. You know what I think that Anna brought up? <laughs> no, about that's you? A, let's answer that though. I will, but for you, I've done your podcast so many times. You keep the conversation going the way that like morning disc jockeys do that. Oh no, no, that's a good thing. Okay, because I think because I think you've had such a diverse group of people on the podcast who are coming from so many different levels and exposure. But you all, every time I've listened to the podcast and certainly when I've been on it, you always come with so much information that you're invested in the guest. So they're going to open up to you because yeah. you've done your homework. Right. So they feel like they want to be there and you're genuinely interested in them and asking them stuff that they haven't probably heard a hundred times. Right. You know, when people do like those press tours and stuff, Robert Downey Jr., they're like, what's it like wearing the suit? He's like, stop asking that. I've heard that for like a hundred times. Yeah. Well, I think if you don't have a genuine interest and curiosity about the person and even if you don't there's times when you know uh you try to I, you know we try to never have guests on that we're not having something to be uh excited to talk about but if there is a little bit more to be discovered you, like you got to go out of your way and do research and like there's times when i'll spend three four hours even when we had judd apatow on 
that guy has done so much press and so many podcasts. I'm like, man, I do not want to ask anything that he has been asked before or, or go down a, or have him get into a story that he's been asked because he'll do it if it comes up organically because he's a, a natural and he's a, a pro. But you want to try to give uh, as many new moments as you can. Uh, John, I feel like you uh, have had a pretty sweet college experience, but I want to ask some of um, your... John, if you guys don't know, and you probably do, John is one of the greatest uh, living impressionists on planet Earth. So make some noise for that, because that is not an easy thing to do. So, some of you are like, I can impersonate my math teacher from fifth grade. And, uh, you know, if your fifth grade math teacher was super famous, we would all be pumped about that. Um, but John does these amazing impressions. And um, I would like to play a little game, John, uh, called uh, College Secrets with, uh, with, a, with, with Celebrities. Okay. And I think we have a theme song for that. And, uh, you know, if we don't, then I'll just uh, imp- improvise do, it a cappella. <laughs> You and I were like hauling oats on that. <laughs> Dude, my, my go-to default is just a little bit of Daryl Hall. Oh, I'd love him. Um, all right, so John, we're going to play this and then we're going to wrap up. Okay. Um, have you guys had a good time so far, by the way, on the Live About Last Night podcast? Hopefully you learned something. Hopefully you, you got some laughs out of this. But uh, again, John um, does pretty much uh, the, uh, the best impressions I've heard. And I think it'd be fun to hear about some of the... The, the stories from college experiences from some of our favorite actors and actresses that we've never heard. So, first up, man, look, I know, look, Tom Hanks, uh, you went to college, and people had to have been like, that guy's probably going to be most likely to voice a cowboy in a cartoon. Well, I, uh, I would say yes. I... Uh I went to college, and I, I wrangled. I actually, p- most people don't know this. I'm from Northern California. Yeah. And uh, Where did you go again? Was it Berkeley? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and people I was so high. <laughs> I was so fucking high. Um, and I was blackout. Definitely blackout. Blackout! <laughs> Tom, I know you've uh, recently gotten back to your stand-up roots. Yes. And, uh, which, of course, you played a comic in... Uh, Punchline. In the film Punchline. Yes. A classic with Sally Field. Thank you. And uh, apparently you're doing your own impressions on stage. Well, I... Yes. And apparently I saw... Because I, I got to see at the Improv a few weeks ago, which was... A, oh, fun show. It was a real treat because I'd never seen you on stage before in a live setting. And you did this impression. Maybe you can do it for the crowd. Uh, but it was an impression of you getting in an altercation in the alleyway of an IHOP. And oh, so wow. Maybe you yes. just set it up. I, <laughs> this is... Tom Hanks, me, at an IHOP. Hey! Hey! Hi! Syrup! Oh, sorry, sir. You don't work here? I didn't realize that. Wow, that was unbelievable. Can you guys give it up for Tom Hanks? Uh, Bye! Now, look, I'm, a, I'm the biggest Jeff Bridges fan that there is. And, Jeff, uh, I know that you didn't even go to college because you thought that life was the best school that anyone could subscribe to. Man, man, <laughs> let me tell you something right now, man. 
I, uh, I'm in college right now. I never stop learning, man. And uh, here, here, here's the thing. I, I was talking to a goat one time when I was fucking high on peyote. I'm talking about right here before I got in here in the fucking parking lot, man. And I said, I can't find the bar. And he said, it's right there. And I said, you learn something new every day. Wow. Jeff Bridges is college that didn't happen. Now, Seth Rogen is probably the guy that people would assume uh, had the best college experience. And Seth, I know that like you were smoking pot before you got to college. Is that true? <laughs> it, uh, that is true. I, uh, <laughs> it was like amazing. <laughs> and I, uh, I, I actually, I, uh, I went to blow glass. That's how I learned to make all those sweet bongs. Wow. Well, uh, even in college, I was working in a salt mine in Tijuana. <laughs> Seth, what was your favorite stoner snack to eat while in college? Oh, Gushers. <laughs> Didn't you do the voice for one of the Gushers I in one of the commercials? Uh, oh, Jeff Bridges did. No, I did, man. I was going to say, I, Seth and I did a, a combo platter. It was like, hey, man, I, I played the young kid who came in and said, well, I'm, I'm tired. After school, I got all A's, Mom. Can you give me a snack? And then I came in and was like, I'm right here. Put me in your mouth. I'm full of liquid. Wow. Seth and Rogen, then. everybody. Seth Rogen. And uh, last but not least, uh, you were president of the United States, and, uh, and now you're, you're, you're getting to, to just do a lot of public speaking. I know you've just given a lot of public uh, commencement speeches, and I do want to ask uh, former President Barack Obama, what... What do you think these kids uh, really should try to soak up as far as um, the college experience and what, uh, what should be something they, they try to not avoid as they go through their four years here? Uh, Adam, uh, thank you so much for having me. Of course. Uh, first of all. Well, I know you've never been to the USC campus before. Uh, you've always said, what, what did you say? I've always wanted to go to Traddy's. I've always wanted to go to Traddy's. And uh, I definitely fuck with the Trojan. And yeah. I've said that. <laughs> President Barack Obama. Ladies and gentlemen, Jonathan Kite, let him hear it. My name is Adam Ray. Thank you for coming to the About Last Night podcast here at Traddies at USC. Make some noise for Simonana for putting this class and show on. And enjoy your next show. Thank you, guys. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin
Aaron Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.